Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pixels and Ink podcast, episode 331. This is the festive holiday special, and I am your host, Jordan Fiorti. And joining me in this uh, wonderful podcast, it's not at all distracting intro, is Alex Hanziuk. Merry Christmas, Jordan. Oh my god, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Who are you and what did you do to our buddy? <laughs> what is that? We also have Clement Go. How are you doing, Clement? Good, I, I was going to be Santa, but I guess I'm the elf now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm on, I'm on my cigarette break right now. <laughs> I hope I really hope I'm on the good list this year because I've really been trying. It's been oh, tough. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh my God. So I guess I'm not the host of this podcast anymore. The actual Santa Claus is here with us. Yeah, I have sorry. to leave now. I have to get ready for Christmas. But stay <laughs> well. Needs me. Pixels Santa, and, Ink. and Jordan, you gonna... you're my favorite. <laughs> Thank you. Send me a PS5 this year, Santa. Everyone's in get lockdown, so I don't know how you're going to send them the PS5. No PS5 for you. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, thank you. He's on the nice side. Oh. No, he's I always mean, Santa on the nice has spoken. So. Yeah. Oh, uh, how do we stop sure, that? He didn't even talk <laughs> to me. Still that's kind of rude. Hi. Don't put sure you know in your stocking. He'll put an Xbox Series X in there. I love how this is one of those moments where we could have just been like, Alex, Santa was just, you just missed him. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, don't I know. Yeah, I, know. Know what's Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting here quietly while, well, you know, Jordan's like, Alex is here. And he didn't even say that. He just said the holidays are here. And then he said, Alex is here. And I didn't even get the chance to say hi. So hi, everyone. It's our last. Is, there, is that our last so show of the week, Jordan? You're Jordan? That you're alive. Uh, maybe we we we've been playing this uh, pretty fast and loose. We could we, we might do a, a an end of the year thing, but uh, you know the the season is still young. Hmm. Yeah, we're two days away from Christmas. Believe it or not, guys, jingle jangle yeah. bells. It's unbelievable. Wait, today's, it? no, a, today's the twenty second. Yeah, I'm gonna say three days. Three days. Okay, well, Christmas Eve. But it lives in the future. Yeah, mm, it's true. It, it does have the word Christmas in time. it. Okay. Clement is so plugged into VR at all times that he perpetually lives in the future. Yeah, I'm actually living in, um, let's check the date. Today's the 23rd, according to mm. the time machine, but yeah. Jordan, did you just admit that VR is the future? Because that's a wonderful no. moment, if so. I, I think I heard <laughs> the words VR and future. We're off to a great start on that note. From there. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, Santa. Congratulations. That's well, what I wanted for Christmas. And you don't get a PS5 on top of that. Uh, speaking, I don't know. Of, speaking of the future, let's uh, let's uh, talk about, you know, one of our uh, our much much needed news stories before we get into the, uh, the holiday festivities. And that is the um, just the ever brewing shitstorm that is Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, yeah. man, if, if if ever, you know, if ever we needed a, a more clear vision on how bleak the, the, the future is going to be, CD Projekt Red, uh, they really did it. So um, it was recently discovered that um, CD Projekt Red made a bunch of uh, reviewers and influencers sign non-disclosure agreements um, with uh, when it came to early copies of... Uh, cyberpunk 2077 so they couldn't really talk too much about the bugs they couldn't really show a lot of uh, footage um 
a lot of a lot of like review stuff was sort of limited to like screenshots only um and not only that is that they weren't actually given access to the ps4 and xbox one versions um and this is this is before i mean this is and this is after that like you know cd project red kind of just straight up lied about how well uh, uh cyberpunk was performing on those consoles you know because they had like you know pressers and and tweets about how like great it was going to be on those systems and who oh boy did it ever turn out bad and then and, and that's even and then that's even before you consider that um they kind of like you know tried to like change the wording within their like sort of like press releases about cyberpunk 2077 where they they, they said that it was you know it was going to run on current gen meaning ps5 and like xbox series x and they they changed the wording uh from like i guess what what is still the current gen of like ps4 and xbox to last gen consoles so it's just it's just been a real messy messy situation but uh and and, and cd project Red really hasn't uh hasn't been um hasn't been the best through all of this yeah it's it's pretty crazy how quick they like were able to spoil the goodwill that people had for them and it's just like in in a way that was you know sure they spoiled it and then they just kept like shoving it back in your face and there was just so many things that came to light and all the stuff with gog and the game that like they delisted because they were getting oh, they were like devotion. oh no because they were scared about cyberpunk de- being delisted in china lo- losing all that money out um but yeah, it's not been a good month for CD Projekt Red, and it's it's sad because you know all, all those people who were um, who were crunching to get the game done, I, I I have to imagine they're working right now to fix the damn game. Like, no, who, nightmare who, all, who, never who, ends who else is working on that? Yeah, that I mean that really is that really is the the sad truth. Like, and and, and I mean again too, like if you, if you want to talk about just like how how much they were just sort of spinning the you know the the message on on all this like you know we you know talking about it before about how how much like you know how they were saying that they weren't gonna they weren't gonna like force the devs to crunch and and that wasn't going to be a part of uh cyberpunk's development and you know more and more stories have come out saying that like that like no like they've they've been crunching for even months before you know the deadline or, or before the the delays where they you know they had to crunch to try and get it done um yeah, and now and now they have to crunch even harder to to try and fix this friggin' thing because that you know they just the, like the management on this game has just been so bad from from top to bottom, and it's really upsetting. It just that's like it, it really is like although you know I'm starting to think that um, maybe just maybe people might have given CDPR too much benefit of the doubt because i mean realistically like all their goodwill for cdpr kind of just comes from witcher 3 like witcher 1 was okay from what i'm aware of i didn't play it just because i didn't have a good enough pc to play it but i've just like like in in sort of like looking into it when i when i played witcher 3 like it seems like the the consensus is that like that one's okay from what I've heard, Witcher Two isn't very good, or at least that's you know what I've heard about it. So like they kind of just did a good job with Witcher Three, and 
somehow became this like critical darling but it's just like if they were riding the wave of a single game it kind of makes you wonder why people got so like extra hyped about- i mean I, I i think that's fair but it's also a game that came out at launch and it was like you know had its bugs and everything but it's a game that cd project has like worked on for like they worked on for like i don't know five six years after launch or whatever and that sort of support is is impressive and it's like when you buy a game and it just gets better and better and better and better and that like i i think it makes sense why people were happy about cd project red and that was sort of their big big title like the witcher 3 is maybe one of the best games ever made for a lot of people so it makes sense that you're like hey you know what this is cd project red they're not activision they're not ea they're they're a small company from poland which you know they're not they are a triple a studio now um but i get i i understand how people sort of were sort of gotten by that message and cyberpunk probably will turn out to be a good game when all is said and done but it's not going to be um you know looked at the same as the witcher because the witcher didn't have this 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 incredibly shitty launch that that, that it's going on and it seems it seems like every day there's a new story that makes you be like man cd project red why did you do that what what why yeah i will say that a lot of these post-launch patches are giving a bad precedent to a lot of developers to just release crap games at launch but then they're gonna say hey we're gonna keep on fixing it i mean it's incredibly hard to like give a good review these days for something that comes out on day one because you got that quality which is kind of like being that should have been there at day one but then a lot of it's being reserved for like uh future fixes i mean it's not as big as it is now i mean i actually think it's as like cyberpunk 2077 is like the worst case scenario for a lot of that right now in recent memory i'll say and it really just comes to show how see a studio like CE project red was flexing cyberpunk across these eight years saying like hey this is going to be like the next big thing and the fact that the development time was so damn long only for it to come out so short just really shows how like you you can put as many years you can put an entire century into making a game but it won't be necessarily the best game that'll get everybody and it comes to show a lot of that especially how it's being canceled by a lot of like <laughs> it's being taken down by like pretty much the uh, playstation storefronts everyone's getting their refunds you know it's just not going the way it is i can't help but say it's a little bit satisfying based on all the hubris that the cd project red got caught up in and how they kind of like tried to control a lot of the aspects of development except for the consumer side yeah well, it, 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 oh, sorry it says, it says a lot about uh, the, like the state of how game design is changing now you know like everyone jokes to the, oh like I, every day like or every time you buy a new game you get it home and you can't play it right away because you got to download like, like a huge patch and that's just kind of become a, a standard thing and now with this, we're kind of creeping into that territory of you're going to buy a half broken game and download half of it because they're they're working on it after it's gone gold or whatever. It's uh, definitely a precedent we that should not be should not be allowed to continue. Um, I I don't know like CD Projekt for me like I'm kind of on the outside. I've never played the Witcher games, um, and I kind of wondered why everyone was kind of giving them this this Nintendo style carte blanche to just do whatever they want, and it's it's going to be the next best thing since sliced bread. Um, so it's been it's been interesting to watch it all for me. Like Cyberpunk wasn't on my radar at all, all until Keanu showed up at E3 the, a couple of years ago, um, and now to see it <laughs> kind of turn into this dumpster fire. Yeah, yeah the, and, and it's interesting record, though because yeah, the Keanu part's okay. 
that, but everything else. <laughs> Half of that. <laughs> but I've also heard that like people play like sure this game is riddled with bugs and everything. But I've heard people playing on you know high NPCs are having a lovely time with this game. But like like oh, Jordan yeah. kicked off the show with it's this thing was billed as a you know a cross gen title. There's 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 a there, there's a lovely lovely post going around that's like hey do you guys remember that there's a cyberpunk xbox uh one x and like it can't even run cyberpunk really and it's like (laughs) this was not like billed as like oh this is a next gen pc game that is going to technically run on on consoles but you know not really this was billed as yes day one it's 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 running better than we expected it's going to be great you pre-order cyberpunk do that now Hey, we 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 made The Witcher three. It's going to be a fantastic game. We already delayed it, so you know that we're taking extra time to make it good. And then it's 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 ridiculous that someone you know buys it on PS four for ninety dollars and the game is is unplayable. Console gamers matter just as much more than PC gamers, and I think, but with having Cyberpunk on the PC as a baseline, obviously things are going to go sideways on a lot of the other consoles. That was something that was very overlooked. And me playing on PC, I've already sunk like almost 70 hours into this. And again, like Alex is right. There's definitely the best experience to find in like the PC versions because you can customize your settings. You can install a bunch of mods to boost the performance and you sure as hell can overclock your systems. So you get all those benefits that were completely taken out of the equation for consoles. And most of the game gamers player base are going to be on consoles so why the hell would you totally leave that part out especially for like the reviews that jordan was mentioning i mean you had more people testing out the pc version what do you what did you expect was going to happen cd project red well i just i I also i think it's i think it's like worth mentioning too that like i like just because like you know because you know it 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 can kind of run on on high-end pcs like it's still not running very well on high-end PCs. Like I've, I've seen, like, you know, just, just from the stuff that you've been like sharing with us, Clem, like, you know, I've been watching like the uh, Oni plays and, you know, they, they've been playing it on a high-end PC and like, it still looks like kind of like garbage. Like, like visually it's still pretty bad. And just like the amount of glitching that I've been seeing on that version, like if I had gone out and bought that for PS4 and, and had to deal with, even like a fraction or or double of like what people have been dealing with on PC, like I would have been rightly pissed off. Um, well, and there's people who are like, you know, Cyberpunk is the most hyped game of the last maybe decade, maybe ha- maybe five years. But like, it's people are like, you know, we're booking off work, I'm gonna play it on PlayStation Four, I'm gonna play it on my Xbox One, and it's like, yeah, that's that's just not happening. Um, but it, at the same time, it's like the people on PC are having fun with it. They're like. Yes, there are bugs, but like this game is fun enough that you can get around the bugs. But yeah, the game is fun when it works. And I, and I don't I don't think anyone is debating whether this will eventually be a game that is good. I think I I think the big issue is that they knew that this wasn't going to launch well on consoles. They purposely held it back. They, they made sure that reviews were only on high end PCs. They made sure that you couldn't share the bugs and the glitches, so that people would pre-order the game, so people would feed that hype train. And you know they've sold 30 million copies of the game. I think that was the stat that we got yesterday night or, or this morning where, where there have been 13 million copies of Cyberpunk sold and it's almost like 13 CD million Project- copies that haven't been returned because I know that they're offering returns. So It's almost like CD Projekt Red doesn't even care at all. They got their sales by technicality on the baseline of using a high-end PC. And I think console gamers really got the short end of the, of the stick after eight years of being excited for this. Honestly, it's a huge backstab. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like 
like you have, you have to wonder what they're thinking too, right? Like if they're if you're going this far to control the situation, like you must know this is going to backfire on you. Like, like what were they thinking? I have to wonder. I think I honestly do think that though, like that that they probably are like banking on that like player goodwill from uh, like The Witcher Three, right? Because that's that's really all they have, and like it just it it, it makes me think like like. Uh, you know, there was a there was a Penny Arcade comic a little while back uh, before uh, Cyberpunk launched that was kind of just like like basically prophesizing that that it wasn't going to be very good. Like you know, the characters just like, what if like what if it comes out and it's not good? And it's just like you know, like part of the joke was them it was him being like, oh yeah, I'm sure you know all of their third person fantasy action chops will translate perfectly to a a first person you know open world RPG, and you know uh, a horse is just a car with bones, right? <laughs> and so like I, that that it's kind of the, that's kind of the thing I would like that I was thinking about before, right? Like where like it just just seeing like seeing like what a mess cyberpunk is from like from and not even just like not even just like um from like a like a, I, I guess like a purely technical standpoint like just watching like you know i was i was just, just like just from watching like oni plays and like you know they they get in a car and they like they like gr- a guy jumps in front of them doesn't even get killed he just gets grazed by the car and somehow that triggers like a police chase it's like did they fundamentally just not understand like how these things work and it, it to me it just it doesn't make sense because grand theft auto 5 has existed now for how many years and like h- how many years is that has that game had a first person mode so it's like you they, they, there was a template for like making a, a an open world you know first person driving shooting game yeah that already existed so like it, it, it's it's it kind of almost it does make me wonder like did cd project red kind of just did like genuinely not completely understand or like or or um anticipate like what was going to be needed to to make a game like this work i but you know the- i sorry Jordan, i think it's a combination of hey they made the witcher 3 it was a great game and it was a thing that a lot of them i'm sure like sort of made their chops on in, in terms of gaming developers and they're like yes we're doing cyberpunk. We're announcing it early because we're confident in it. And, you know, an eight-year development cycle that ends off during COVID-19 is rough. Like, that is that is rough. Like, the expectations, the things you have going on. And, I, I mean, I mean we, we all know that they've had pressure from their investors and stuff to get something out. And I think that the, we, we talked about it in a previous episode, but I was sort of like, you know, there's no way they delayed again. Like, the holiday season is too important for this game. And... Maybe that didn't matter because, like, hey, people are going to buy this game anyway. But in terms of, like, hey, there's, you know, parents in the shops or, or online getting it, and um, it's sold copies. But it's 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 just un- it's unfortunate because I I feel bad for the developers still because I don't know how much of it is like, hey, they've had eight years and it just didn't work out and they've been crunching for so long. And I think it's just a managerial issue that like blew up in their face. And um, I don't think that CD Projekt Red will ever get the same trust that they had back when Witcher was successful. Um, maybe they'll turn it around and Cyberpunk will be a fantastic game, but I feel like that's something that from now on, if we're hyped about you know, a CD Project Red game that we don't really see much about, um, I, go I, in I, blind with I don't think they get the benefit. There should be some red yeah. flags for sure. I mean, like you don't, you don't make crunch the standard and expect quality, right? Like that doesn't matter what industry it is, like working retail as a, as a supervisor in the past, like, if, if you if you push people too hard constantly 
and you're always on them, you're always grinding them down, they're they're not going to be putting out the same quality, right? You need to have a little more concern for your for your dev staff. After all, you do need them to build the game, and it's worth noting yeah. that CD Projekt Red has delayed this game, I think, four to five times already. So a part of me does think that the developers were fighting against shareholders and all that pressure to bring the game out as soon as possible. And I like to wonder what would happen if they delayed the game like six times. A sixth time or a seventh time, you know, I would definitely, I would think, impact the way that things would have turned out. I well, mean, there, there, there's, there's that Miyamoto quote, right? Like the a, a, a bad game launched early is bad forever or whatever. Like the damage is done, but you know, a delayed game is good eventually. Whatever. I'm paraphrasing yeah. horribly there, but <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's actually that's actually almost uh, uh, you just you just kind of said it out of order. He's he said a delayed game is good eventually, but a bad game is bad forever. Like. And like for, forever, this game's going to have the stain on it, and the company's going to have the stain on it. And like, no matter what it turns out to be, you know, six months to a year from now. And it's it's funny because yeah, I was seeing something um, about how like the 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 devs like they are uh, like genuinely like pissed off with the management, and they've been like going against them and kind of like um, I can't. Remember. I think it was. It was during. Uh, it was like during. Uh, like a like their like their call. Like what was it what, during their call? Yeah, last Thursday they had a chat. I, I guess uh, with the with the management and uh, Jason Trier was reporting on it. I think and said they were taking the task as they should. I mean, from all from all accounts. Yeah, that's you know that's it's kind. Of, this is kind of what I was saying. I think I, I mentioned before too. It's it's like all all of this happened in a in a post No Man's Sky world, right? Like. You know, and like with everything you can say, good or bad, about No Man's Sky, like at you know at the like at the very least, in the beginning when it launched, like Hello Games wasn't keeping anyone from like talking about it. You know what I mean? Like, like it, maybe yeah, they should have. <laughs> well, no, because it's, like see what I mean? Like look look what happened. Like the, if they if they had tried to control the the message like this and tried to like keep people from talking about it, it would have just blown up worse. Like yeah, they they had to bite the bullet on everything that they said was going to be like, you know, was was what um what No Man's Sky was going to be and you know, it it just wasn't. But like, you know, the the fact that they actually had had the chance to like fix it and make it better like i think i think was like a direct result of them kind of like not like really trying to fight against the community and fight against the the, the players and be like no th this is definitely what we said it was going to be and like you guys are all wrong like it just it, it's crazy to me that this could happen a second time basically <laughs> that's what i'm saying like how and, the hell did this happen twice and worse <laughs> And, and even worse, and this is what I mean. I, it honestly just seems like because it was CDPR and because you know because they were riding the the, the Witcher three wave, like nobody is really going to at, at the end, like like aside from you know the people people are going to be mad about it now, but you know yeah, like eventually you know in a year or two when when Cyberpunk is finally good, everyone will kind of be like, whoa, see, CD Projekt Red still you know industry darling. They made this game good eventually. Yeah, again, well, post game patches are like us just let's get out of jail free card it's really baffling to say that these developers can get away with that one patch at a time 
Well, the, the real winners here are, are the Stadia players who can actually play this in somewhat competent <laughs> form. They're, they finally got their win. Wow. Congratulations, Stadia folks. <laughs> yeah, good job, Stadia. Uh, yeah, you're finally... <laughs> <laughs> over a cloud gaming platform you're not really bound to a lot of those hardware requirements because you're actually just streaming a video that's going towards like that controller feedback you get on the google stadia so they don't have the performance much of the performance baggages as all these console players is it still like all is it still buggy or is it is it like oh, actually it still, better is buggy. it still is like a dumpster fire it's just less smelly from the google stadia <laughs> Oof. Well, uh, you know, I, I, I guess uh, I guess we know that uh, this 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 Christmas, if you want to be really passive aggressive or, you know, maybe get something to, for a, for someone you don't like. Say you got a Kris Kringle and you got someone that you're not friends with or you don't like them very much. Just get them a copy of uh, Cyberpunk 2077 because they'll be like <laughs> they'll be they'll think it's cool that you got them like a video game for Christmas. But then, you know, it's also uh, Cyberpunk. So. I mean, I'm yeah. still excited to play it. I'm excited to 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 explore explore the world of or or, or you know the city of Night City, but um, not for a while. <laughs> like I'll yeah, not for I, a I can real wait and while. see. Um, if if someone magically gets me a PS4 version, hopefully it'll run on my PS5. I don't know, but we'll see. Just remember, uh, a lot of people are trying to go for refunds, and the game got re straight up removed from the PS Store, which is pretty surprising to say the least. Yep. You know. So, there you go, friends. <laughs> There's a don't, weekly segment. Don't ever, don't ever trust anything you read on the internet. Yeah, for a lot of poor suckers like me who bought the game on day one. Uh, it's a beautiful game when it works. So, obviously, the patches are going to keep making it better and better. But that comes with time. And during 2021, I'm pretty optimistic that like the game will finally be working the way it's supposed to. When it does, it actually is a beautiful game. I mean, you get definitely get more than enough Keanu, which is like the biggest selling point. They weren't joking when they said he was going to be in the game, but I'm telling you, it's not a cameo appearance. And yeah, you're going to know a lot about Keanu based on that. Um, there's also a lot of like tons of activities that you can do around there. It's actually pretty surprising on how good the side quests are too. So each one of them just has like a nice little twist and it just keeps you really hooked in. So, you know, it's easy to get sunk like a hundred plus hours into something like this so it is fun when it works that should be on the box that should have just been on the box from the start <laughs> it it's is fun, fun when, when it works, it works. <laughs> how often does it work no comment uh, this interview's over let me just talk up on the mics <laughs> release the hounds <laughs> Release the robotic Richard Simmons. <laughs> just, just go play Lee Carvalho's putting challenge instead. Oh my god! Release the self-shaded <laughs> Hades Cerberus. Have you guys? Oh my god! Okay, have you guys? Have you guys ever uh, seen uh, Dankmus? Oh god, I was just watching some before. Dankmus. Yeah. What about you? It? Oh my god! You know Dankmus? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god! No so Dankmus. Oh my god! So he is. He is uh, for for any of our listeners. It's a person. Who don't, Dankmus is a person, and uh, 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 you know what? Yours truly uh, is like. Well, I, I think I, I like. I was like kind of like friends with him. He, uh, I, I remember I discovered him just like on a whim, uh, and like because I was, I was actually, I was, I was at the CG office, and uh, I was like, I just had like, like some like music playing on YouTube, and it just auto played, 
Um, and uh, so, so he basically, uh, his, his name is Wade. He's from Australia. He, he takes like Simpsons clips and he like remixes them into these really awesome songs. And, uh, and so me and I, I showed it to my buddy and like, we like, we completely fell in love with it. And we, we got into this, like, um, cause he has this like way of, of titling his videos where he sort of like does everything in caps and he puts like hyphens before and after like every word. So like, we kind of started like, go like going into every video and like, like commenting, like, like kind of like funny quotes from the episode of the Simpsons he was using, uh, like, but like replacing like a keyword with, with, with dank. And so, like, he he started recognizing, like, who we are. And he kind of just, like, found me on, like, Twitter. And he just, like, like started, like, messaging my buddy on, like, on like Google Chat. And, like, he, it's just, like, one day he just, like, started, like, he just, like, Skype called us. He's like, hey, you just want to, like, talk for, like, an hour? <laughs> super, super cool dude. But uh, getting to the point, he, he, he did a video on uh, the Lee Carvalho's putting challenge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the song, I mean, number one, the song is so good, but it just, it just goes to show like how funny the the guy actually is because he did such a good job editing like the video that he made it look like, so he, he took all the clips of like Millhouse playing um, Bone Storm, but instead like made it look like he was playing Lee Carvalho's putting challenge. <laughs> and it's like the most exciting thing ever. <laughs> even just the way he like cut the song together was just like was like bart just like desperately wanting lee carvalho's putting challenge we're 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 waiting deeply into some niche uh ancient simpsons oh my god there there needs to be a a, a quick meme remix of uh of of lee carvalho's putting challenge but for cd project red may i suggest delay game a year you have (laughs) you have selected release it anyway (laughs) ball in the parking lot game is in thing one actually i was really vindictive uh today on twitter because um so i started following uh the walmart canada like gaming twitter just to like get like updates on on ps5 availability and they retweeted some like guy like posting about his like special edition of cyberpunk um and it was a picture of it and the box like the actual like you know like with like the cardboard sleeve and everything was just like so horribly banged up um so i i i I like i responded to it i was like that box is in better shape than the game (laughs) yikes boom roasted oh so it made me so happy (laughs) i'll have you know three people liked it so (laughs) kind of a big thing (laughs) oh my god chris it makes me so happy that you know dankmas i'm sorry that's just like yeah i uh sounds oddly specific it's very oddly specific. I think it only appeals to like people who watch The Simpsons like when it first yeah, came out. Yeah, if, if 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 you're a really big Simpsons fan, you you will find like you will definitely enjoy this. There, there, there's, like a, there's a very deep meme uh, rabbit hole on Facebook for for Simpsons memes. So, that's all oh yeah, I'm on that. <laughs> but uh, but I think uh, I think um, now is about the time. You know, speaking of uh, of you know obscure. Not really obscure early season Simpsons Christmas episodes. To uh to 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 segue over to our wonderful holiday festive segment of this podcast. More jingle bells. Cue Don't the jingle bells. Do it. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> do I hear Santa Claus coming back? <laughs> I mean, Don't Alex has me. been awfully quiet. It's almost like he's been kidnapped again. No, no, I'm still here. Thankfully, yeah, Santa says he's gone. Uh, he- 
He's trying to get Jordan to PS5, but I don't know. It's going to be tough. Okay, so he didn't... Make one of his damn workshop. <laughs> Keeping Santa has limits. Mm. He's not, he not the, the, the distribution. He guy. doesn't want... Yeah, he doesn't want a cease and desist order from Sony. He doesn't want, he doesn't want to deal with that. It's Christmas after all, right? You know, he's, he's he wants a break too. Yeah. Plus, SNL already did that bit. And it was really funny. Hmm, I'll take your word for it. You didn't see that? Where they they did it was um it was Pete Davidson and he, they redid like they they did, they did a parody. Oh on yeah, Stan. yeah 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 yeah. He was like an Eminem style rapper and he was yeah. like on the yeah, PS Five and he didn't get one. And, yeah. and Eminem ends up getting it at the end. <laughs> He's like, I didn't even ask for one. Uh that was really good. Um, no, you know, so it, it you know it's Christmas time, so I I thought maybe we could just talk a little uh talk a little holiday you know spread a little holiday cheer. And uh, maybe uh, maybe just you know recall some 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 nice Christmas memories that we have, and maybe maybe talk a little uh, about you know what to buy or what we want for Christmas. So uh, why don't you why don't you start, Alex? What's a what's a what's a nice Christmas memory you have? What do you want for Christmas, Alex? Mm, Christmas memory. Why are you Patrick, all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, thank you, Patrick. Hey, the the first Christmas memory I have is 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 you know as a young kid. There was a there was a box about you know not too big not too small, but I opened it up and there were there it was a blue Game Boy Color, and I was I was a very happy child that Christmas and I I, I think the game I got was Pokemon Red, and I, I loved Pokemon God. Red I I beat that game and fell in love with that and then I think a couple of years later for Christmas I got Pokemon Crystal which is still my favorite game of all time and uh, it's just so great after you uh after you beat you beat all the gyms you beat the Elite Four and then it's like wait a minute. Did you play the first Pokemon game? Because you're gonna play it right now, and it's like, oh my goodness, this is fantastic. Uh, but yeah, just opening that Game Boy on Christmas was such such a such a sticking experience for me. And uh, yeah, I'd be down yeah, to get another bro. Game Boy Color for Christmas this year. So if anyone's listening, <laughs> I definitely I do not have that anymore. I was actually I was talking I was I was sort of talking with my brother about something like that where it's just like. You know, because it was like this year, this year, I, I genuinely like couldn't think of anything that I wanted for Christmas. Um, and, like, I, you know, I was kind of just saying, I was, I was like, just, you know, what, just just give me money. Like, just give me money for Christmas. That's fine. And, you know, he was he was kind of calling me hurting for that. He was, you know, he's kind of saying, like, you know, you go to work to make money. So why would you ask for money for Christmas? Like, and I was kind of saying, like, you know. It's well. <laughs> I mean, he's he's kind of got a point. I don't know. Okay, yeah, but this is the pro- this is the problem. Is that like you know because yeah, like when you were a kid, right? Like when you wanted something like that, like a Game Boy or like a video game or something like, you know, you typically had to like wait until like Christmas or like a birthday to get it, right? Like, but now it's like. I'm an adult with, uh, you know, a source of disposable income. And if I want something, I can just go get it. Right. So it's like, if I can't yeah. think of anything that I want, like that, you know, just give me money, I'll put it away. And then, you know, if I, if I want to get something, I'll just go get it eventually. Like, you know, or I'll, I'll you, if, if I can think of something when I, when I want it, it's like, it's, it's there. Right. Jordan yeah. has there was, too much power. <laughs> I mean, there was, there, there was a, a year, not, uh, you know, not too long ago where like, I was sort of like, I wasn't, I, you know, I was looking, I was spent the whole year like job hunting and I wasn't working. I didn't have any money. And that was like a year where that like, I kind of desperately like needed money. And so I was asking people for Christmas just to give me money. And my mom got me a pair of skates. 
Nice. <laughs> to this day, I haven't used them. <laughs> well, there's your first problem. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, this is this is the this is the year where you know maybe like financial security might have been the gift for Christmas that I really really wanted, and instead I got skates. <laughs> You know, which again, like, is you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to look a gift horse in the mouth. Like, it's, a, it's a definitely a nice gift, but like, definitely not what I needed at the time. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I, yeah, I definitely get that. Like, as a kid, you don't even know what's out there, right? Like, did I know that a Game Boy Color existed? Maybe, maybe someone at school had one, and they were, I have a Game Boy Color, but I, I, I just remember opening it and being like, what, what is this? And they're like, it's a game system. I'm like. What's a game? No, I'm not. Wasn't that stupid? Oh boy! Uh, you, know, you, you put it in and, and you play it, and it's that thing of like, wow, I don't really know if there's more of this. I don't know if this is like for for me, it was like this is this is the only game that's out there. It's Pokemon Red on the Game Boy Color, and because I don't know about release windows, I don't know about delays, I don't know about any of that stuff. It's just such a it was just such a pure sort of time when you're growing up um, with all that. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I I 100% agree um, on that one too, right? Be just because, yeah, like. It's like I mean, you know, I I I was a like I was a, a gamer through and through, right? So like a lot of times, you know, the only the only way I kind of like, I really like knew about stuff was kind of just because like I would go to, um, you know, the library and look at like you know issues of Nintendo Power and I could see like what was coming out. Um, but there and and to sort of like circle back to the point I was uh, I was kind of trying to make was that like it's just like um. It's like there's a certain like there's a certain like joy that does come from like you know sort of like waiting all year to get something that you really wanted, um, or even yeah maybe like maybe a hundred that like, didn't totally know you were gonna get like I kind of have a similar story to yours, Alex, because mm-hmm. um, there was the year the year that I, that me and my uh, my brother got uh, Game Boy Colors we might have asked for them you know it's been a while so I don't I don't totally remember. Um, but like we also we also like we we wanted um at the same the same year uh we wanted uh copies of Pokemon Gold and Silver because I think they like had just come out that like same year we had we had po- like gold or we had blue and red like on our like old brick Game Boys right but then we saw yeah. like yeah oh my god Game Boy Color this is so cool um and you know we knew about the new Pokemon's uh. So, you know, it's, it's, it's Christmas morning, you know, we run, we run downstairs, we open our gifts and like, lo and behold, we, you know, there's two Game Boy Colors there for us. Um, and we're super excited, but you know, you know, we open more gifts and there's no, but there's no Pokemon. So we're just like, oh, you know, it's a bit of a bummer, but like, whatever, we got new Game Boys, right? Strike two, mom, but like from the past. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, you know what I mean? Like we were, we were like excited, but at the same, it's like, it's that kind of like excitement, but then like, there's that other thing you wanted that like, wasn't there. So you're kind of like, oh, but, but you know, but at the same time, it's, it's still super cool. Um, so, you know, so uh, the, the way we always celebrated Christmas was like, you know, Christmas Eve, we would go to like my dad's side of the family and and, and celebrate there. And then Christmas Day, we'd go to my mom's side and, and celebrate there. So, you know, we're, 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 we're at my grandparents and, you know, we're opening gifts and we, uh, we're open, me and my brother, we open these gifts from, from my aunt, right? And my aunt, both my aunts, they typically always, you know, got us like clothes for Christmas. Um, which I mean, it's not a bad gift, but when you're a kid, you don't appreciate strike one ants. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm keeping <laughs> yeah. score, Jordan. Don't worry. Everybody's got a hit list of everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just like you're a kid. You want like video games and toys. So when you get a nice sweater, you don't appreciate it. You're just like, oh, it's more. It's clothes. Like it's, now, it's, as an adult, no, they don't care. 
Confirmed. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay, maybe now, but like you know, I I mean, as an adult now, like I love getting a fresh pair of socks for Christmas. It's awesome. <laughs> Everything counts. Like, as a kid, like if I got socks, I'd be like, "What the, what the fuck is this?" Like, <laughs> that's strike three. Um, are you kidding me? <laughs> and, and Gladys, what do you? What is this? <laughs> it's like I got this box of bullshit. <laughs> My Pokemon. Um. So yeah. So 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 we 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 get we open these boxes and you know we get, we get these like nice like Club Monaco shirts and you know we're like oh okay thanks you know like and uh, my mom you know crafty as she was was like is like well hey guys why don't you like you know we're about to close these boxes back up and she's like well why don't you guys like you know take the sweaters out and, and try them on right so we 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 take the sweaters out of the box and what's waiting for us underneath the shirts. A copy of Pokemon Silver and Pokemon Gold. Oh snap! I don't. I, I'm not sure if my mom orchestrated that or if it was my aunt who got it for us because we, you know, we were kids. And we didn't ask, but uh, somebody yeah, definitely like had that, the intel. That genuinely, like, like that was that like genuine moment of like, oh my god! Like when we saw that they were there, and like, yeah, like that actually that that, that might be like one of the uh, one of the like fondest memories that I have of Christmas time, like. It's just I I don't know I remember you know I remember because and that's the every every time after that like we we typically had like the one thing we wanted right you know what I mean like the year I found out about Game Boy Advance like that was the one thing I asked for for Christmas really and and sure enough I got it like but yeah man what about what about what about you Clem what do you got well um you know it's actually really funny for twenty years I have been wanting a replica of the Halo assault rifle. And, you know, I first played Halo back in, like, I think 2004, 2005. And, you know, playing Combat Evolved, you spend a lot of time with that assault rifle in the game. So it's been a dream of mine to think. Yeah, it's been a dream of mine to think, hey, this would work great as a toy. But then, obviously, for a good 20 years, it never happened because the uh, Halo franchise was still condensed into like video games and other virtual media so you didn't exactly get like that huge toy line besides like a bunch of like action figures but it wasn't really authentic enough for a lot of like replicas like the needler or the assault rifle or the magnum to even like hit store shelves so when i found out that you know over time like um halo obviously grew over the xbox 360 it spawned a franchise at that point with like movies clothing lines and other stuff right so that gave them a lot of opportunities to partner with nerf and that at that point that's when everything changed this year because earlier this year they announced the uh halo is doing a collab with nerf and they were actually gonna make nerf guns with full-on replicas of these halo weapons including the assault rifle so that's actually really cool. As soon as I saw that announcement, I was like, freaking finally, it's about time. <laughs> this is something that I've been waiting. Like, this is something six-year-old me has been dreaming yeah. of. And uh, the fact I'm... that, like, you know, you've been thinking about it in the back of your mind. Like, this has been living in my head free of charge, like, you know, just uh, for 20 years. And having that news kind of hit you, oh, yeah, something you wanted all your life has finally come. And the fact that it was like, um, seriously, like something like something out of my dreams. So this 
uh, Nerf gun. I actually got it um, a couple of days ago at Walmart, and it was so satisfying getting to see these this whole like shelf full of like assault rifles just here for the taking. And it, I don't know if it's, I don't know if this was made for like a lot of older fans, right? But I doubt that like a lot of kids these days would want something like this. So it's kind of like an acquired want. But man, this assault rifle is cool. I, I don't even care if it doesn't have batteries and it doesn't shoot. It's the fact that you can have this kind of large symbol or piece of your childhood that you can like hold. You know, it's almost like something got ripped out of Halo Combat Evolved. So it's incredibly cool. It shoots nerf darts, obviously, right? If you put batteries in it. <laughs> but um, it is, I am proud to have this just sitting on my room on my wall as like this kind of trophy that you know if you wait long enough you'll actually get something straight out of a video game <laughs> that's like uh and one of the coolest things ever like the inner nerd in me just exploded the moment i found out that they were gonna do something like this but it's so surprising that um you know like you would expect something like this to exist like a long time ago in like the early 2000s or something but no, leave it to everyone turning into their mid-20s for something like this to finally come out, you know? So this year, I definitely got what I wanted. Like, it's so weird. I wanted a lot of different things like Jordan's PS5, capture card, a bunch of other things, maybe a like a new winter jacket, right? But right when I saw that assault rifle on there, on sale for Christmas, I don't know what came over me. I started seeing green. It's <laughs> mine now. Just that that music from the end of uh, of like the the Disney Christmas Carol started playing. <laughs> the and, ghost you know, of the, Cortana's the, past. The snow started coming down, and you just like looked up to the sky with this uh, big smile on your face. And then a giant halo fired down on my face. Clement, <laughs> that could every happen. time a Nerf gun fires, a halo gets his wings. Honestly, <laughs> reach gets glassed. Do you guys ever have that? <laughs> Do you guys ever have that favorite game weapon that you've always wanted to have? Like, it's that feeling, and Nerf finally made that happen. You know, I can't explain how amazing of a feeling it is. Yeah, there's a, there, there's a real, um, like, uh, market, I want, or for lack of a better word, for uh, for 3D printers. Uh, like, I, I, I know someone who's who's great with, with a 3D printing machine, and, uh, like, he's printed me... Uh, Revan's mask from Star Wars Kotor and uh, that's cool. Poe's blaster from the new Star Wars movies, and there's there's a real. That, speaking of deep rabbit holes, that's a that's a real uh, treasure trove on, on online for files and to, to recreate things like that without without needing Nerf to do it for you. Yeah, it's weird because yeah. I think in Nerf, right? They actually do have Poe's blaster in Nerf form. They might actually put Nerf they a lot of great stuff. Like they've they've done Nerf rival ones for Overwatch guns, like Divas Pistol yeah. and other ones like that. So they have yeah. McCree revolver and like. Um, it, it, is the um is the Halo one? Is it like the is it like the long bullets or is it like the little balls, Clement? It's the long bullets. So basically, okay. all your darts from the past work for this one. Well, that's good because with the Overwatch ones, it's these balls, right? And I'm like, oh, cool. Like my brother got one. I got one when when those came out. Uh, you you can't fire those at people close range because they fly like super 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 fast. Like it really hurt. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things like, oh, you're gonna take your eye out, but like, yeah, if if that hit you in the eye, that's like, you know, it might go into your head. Like this is they're they're scary now with their uh, with their with the small 
small green ball things. Well, so to make these safe, they obviously had to test these on kids or know the baseline. Yeah, they just had a firing line of kids. Close your eyes. <laughs> look at the look at the flowers. Past <laughs> <laughs> the oh, skyball. No. There's too many of them. Be- I'll be honest. Well, you know, I feel so bad. You know, like, Sorry, I feel so bad for the parents getting who getting their kids nerf guns, man, because it'll literally fire back into their faces. Oh yeah, I mean, I kind of knew that they would probably end up being a market for this kind of stuff too. Because when I when I started seeing the Fortnite guns getting like yeah. remade and nerf, oh, yeah. and I was kind of like, you know what? It's yeah, it's only I guess it's only a matter of time before it happens. Hell, it's like <laughs> now we now is the time we've been waiting for. We've been waiting for someone to break the ice. Yeah. Um, what about, uh, Chris, what about you? Because you, you got kids, right? So I guess Christmas for you is like a little bit different, you know, is like, would you say that like you got better memories, I guess, from, from like being a kid or is it like totally different when you have your own kids and like kind of just watching them like opening gifts and stuff? Yeah, no, Christmas definitely changes. Now I'm the one like orchestrating that, uh, oh, lift the sweater kind of surprise. So yeah, it it changed that way for the past, like, uh, I don't know, maybe 10 years or so. Like my dad kind of gave up on trying to buy the right game like i'd give him like a list and he'd still get confused and like or worry he was gonna buy the wrong one so he just started giving me money for christmas instead and then uh like i'd, I'd go to boxing day sales and actually get more than he could have bought with his the best uh, gift. yeah so it's that's kind of been my christmas for the last few years but uh yeah now now, now it's all about the kids um but uh i was definitely in that uh, game boy camp with you jordan as a kid <laughs> jordan alex uh wanted that game boy color but like i i i still kind of remember that year that i got the brick like i i still remember the, the box because my, my brother had his own already that he uh mm-hmm. that he like traded with a with a with the neighbor kids for um so i kind of got to bone in on that a little bit but then the one year i actually got my own and always wanted the pokemon ones when they when they came out but my, my dad was, was i think scared of uh the potential cash sink there because <laughs> uh, there was like a whole yeah. media frenzy but how much of a rabbit hole it was and everything like that so but uh the biggest thing actually was there's a common thread here uh my dad uh we had we, we had this crappy pc with like windows 95 and he would always try to like buy us like pc games for christmas because that's all we had we had like an, like an nes and that and uh, yeah. after after a few years of having some real busts like games that just wouldn't run on this crappy pc he uh he kind of said screw it and, re- and returned our presents and got us a playstation and oh, nice. uh, yeah so that was like floodgates open there right like that's when i kind of fell down the rabbit hole for real and gaming really became my hobby um yeah because that's that was christmas 98 so metal gear just come out the oh uh, man yeah it was yes time <laughs> yeah. uh we, we we had no idea what was really on the playstation at that time because like our friends didn't really have it or at least i didn't know anybody who had the playstation so i didn't really know what was out there and all of a sudden this demo disc has uh well crash 2 came with our system and then we had the demo disc that had like two meter three metal gear, a few other things on it. I, like I, I discovered there was a final fantasy seven. I never knew there was other final fantasies. So I was just playing the originals on NES. And then, uh, yeah, I got into like buying game magazines every month. And like, yeah, that's when I fell down the rabbit hole from real was that uh, Christmas purchase. Christmas has a way of changing our lives. eh? Oh, big time. There, there, there's, there's the sleigh ball cue again, but uh, yeah, it really does. Doesn't it? <laughs> jingle, jingle. Yeah, there's always that one dramatic moment in Christmas that we'll remember for the rest of our lives. Yeah, 64. <laughs> oh, God. 
not this again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, just for a brief second. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's funny too because I remember because we were just talking about it uh, like off off the podcast, but I I, I remember too the um the year that uh, that like Tamagotchis came out and my poor dad had to like stand in line at a Walmart for like hours upon hours to like try and get these things for us like it was they were such a big deal and now after yeah. after that after that ordeal how long, how long did you actually play with the thing oh we love those things um we played with them for for uh, i guess I, I, literally until they died like and we they just stopped working on us like um but we all got different ones. I remember, I remember my me and my sister got Nano Babies. My brother got a Tamagotchi, um, and then like years later, we got um, the like original Digimon, uh, like little like I guess virtual pets that you had that you could like like connect them at the tops and you could like battle each oh, other. Like with the devices from the shows. No, they weren't. They were they they looked they were little squares. They kind of looked like they were, like, like like these cages that had been busted open. Um, but they were, they were Digimon, like, like one of the, like, you could like, you know, they, the, depending on like how, I guess like it, it, whether it was randomized or whatever, you know, your egg would hatch. And I think you could either get like, like you could get like Agumon. Um, I think you could get Patamon and one other that I can't remember. And then, yeah, like you just, you, you would just, they were basically just like little like virtual pets, same as Tamagotchi's. But like legitimately on the box, it said Digimon. So like, I don't know if this was just like the American like spinoff version of it, but like. Do you still remember your adventures of taking care of these Digimon? Uh, I mean, sort of. I, I, the one, I guess like the one I, the, you know, that actually really stuck with me. The one that I like, I, that I, that I probably like loved more than any other, you know, virtual pet that I ever had was the, uh, was the, the pocket Pikachu. That thing went with me everywhere. And I remember, I remember one time one of my teachers actually took it away from me because I was, I was playing with it in class. Those monsters. Um, there was always that one. <laughs> yeah yeah that's what she, that's what she would do like if she caught you playing like game boy or playing with your tamagotchi in class she would just t- she would just take it for you and stick it in her desk but then i remember one day because we were in a portable so one day we were we were going to, to the gym that was inside the school and i was like oh you know uh, uh, uh i you know i miss I, I forgot my uh my shorts in my backpack I, i'm just gonna run back to class and grab them and i went there for whatever reason she uh, let me go back to class by myself I was just like, you know what? Because I, I, I never thought at the at that time that you could just do this. I just literally just went into her desk and just took it back. I was like, this is mine. It belongs to me. Speaking of formative <laughs> moments, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that was that moment where, yeah, where I realized I was just like, I'm like, you know what? You these these people don't have don't even have any real power over you. Like this, this is mine. And that was the day. I also feel like you could do pride. I also feel like the choice between like, hey, do I follow one kid back to a portable or do I stay with the entire other class is kind of an easy decision. Like <laughs> No no, because it's just like again, like did you know because that's exactly the kind of thing that could happen, right? Like you know, a, a, a kid can like go into your desk and, and take out, you know, something that was once there. And completely undo your, <laughs> your your punishment on them. All right. Well, yeah. You see, I don't. I 
I don't think uh, teachers are like uh, storybook villains. So I think they'll be fine with that. They're not like <laughs> patrolling. No, but... but I'm just saying. Right? But I like... but I also don't know your teacher, Jordan. So I don't know. It could be. She sounds. She was uh, all right. Yeah. She 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 was filling in for my other teacher, who I actually I really really did like, um, because uh, she had adopted a uh, a child from uh, China at the time. Uh, huh. So like she was basically like took the rest of the year off to. Um, like you know, obviously, like she was on like paternity leave, right? So, I'm sure she was nice. I'm sure I'm. Th- I'm thinking back on it now and realizing is you know, probably I'm probably being more uh, callous now. But I mean, you know, it's just like again, it's just like when you're a kid, you don't realize that you can you have this this power. The Everyone power to take things you. back. Every villain yeah. has an origin story, and you know. Yep, that was it for Jordan. <laughs> Jordan ended up on the naughty list for the rest. That's when he became a ninja. Actually, there you go. Yeah, that's how, that's how you. That's uh, those were my or my early days of ninjaing. <laughs> oh, see, I, I was hoping this would actually be gray, but it's still pretty cool. Wait, this is okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still pretty. Yeah, cool. we're actually sharing each other some product on on the chat so it's like you know we're slowly giving each other secret santas with amazon links that's the one thing i'm not crazy about not knowing halo i don't see how this is okay it says halo but like (laughs) it says it right there (laughs) but if it didn't say halo i'd just be like oh it's a cool nerf gun I kind of recognize it. I think the actual like Halo assault rifle, yeah, like the the like the the barrel that co- is, isn't as long coming out of the tip of the gun. Yeah, it's kind of like compact. They made it more tactical in like the later games, so they definitely kept a lot of that like mili- more of that military type vibe to it. it really does feel I like think, they're I holding up hardware. The one thing I think that, that 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 throws me off about it is just the fact that it's like white and green. Like if you spray painted that gray. Like then, I I would probably recognize it right off the bat yeah. because yeah, yeah like, I mean like the Halo assault rifle. Like buying the yeah. gun has to be like the biggest hurdle because it's actually sold out in a lot of places. Oh really? Yeah, it's selling like hotcakes since people found well, out it's this a, like Nerf guns are always slightly off because they're like, hey, these can't look too real like anything. Like I'm pretty sure they have a legal obligation that they have to like look toy Yeah, spray painting it like... great would definitely help with that. Yeah. Yeah, and that 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 would be cool for like that's an easy cosplay, right? That's that's uh, cosplay. You know, that's uh, that's cosplay on a dime right there. If you don't want to go out and buy a real replica assault rifle, you can spend seventy dollars on a true Nerf gun, and yeah, then it no. doubles up, right? Then you have a Nerf gun at the end of the day. Yeah, true. something I didn't mention was that like over the twenty years of waiting, like in the middle of that somewhere, I I was just so desperate for like having some kind of toy version that like i took a bunch of cardboard i glued it together and i made my own assault rifle and that thing was just wow. being held together by like duct tape and honestly <laughs> it still is in my room to this day so ever it was so funny so when i took this nerf one out of the box and i started looking at it right i actually looked into my like <laughs> i looked into my closet and i could see that cardboard assault rifle looking back at me <laughs> <laughs> Playing with me, Clem. <laughs> like where the time's gone. Never again. Uh, so I guess, I guess, um, I guess, so I guess, moving, moving past uh, these these lovely stories. Um, uh, I mean, so so you know, this this 
this episode is probably either going to go up uh, today or tomorrow. Um, so there's Christmas. still there, there's still a there's still a, a couple days to you know get some shopping done, or or at the very least you could uh, you could you know pick up some uh, some Boxing Day stuff. Um, so what what is everyone what, what what would everyone's recommendation be? What would you what would you say would be a good gift this year for for Christmas? I, I personally. I, Oh, yeah. no, go, go ahead. No, 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 no. You you said personally. Mine's not personal, so go ahead. Cut me off completely. <laughs> no, go, go, go. Um, I honestly, I think um, I think the uh, the Lego Mario set is a really really cool gift. If you have any like any like younger like siblings or like cousins who who may even maybe aren't like big big gamers, but they you know everyone I think everyone can kind of like you know enjoy Lego for what it is. Um, like the Mario stuff does a lot of really cool things. Um, I just it just just in terms of like a sort of like the, like the gamification of something like you know a Lego set. Um, it's really really unique, and you know everyone kind of d- does know like who Mario is. Um, so like it you know it it does have that like you know that sort of like uh, like broad appeal. And like yeah, and it's it, it, and it's not super expensive either. Like the you know in, in terms of like I guess I guess like how much you are willing to spend. Like the like the standard Mario set that comes with the Mario and the little um, just like the basic like level I guess you could call it was like uh, I think it was like 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 fifty bucks, and then maybe mm-hmm. like you know the little add on levels you can buy like the the desert space or whatever. Like those are um, I think about like thirty thirty five a piece. I think the, the one that's actually the most expensive is the giant like Bowser's castle, which I think like is actually like, like a hundred something dollars. So it's a pretty, it's a pretty cool little gift to get. Um, I mean, like, you know, in terms of like video game recommendations, uh, I, I, I'd say animal crossing is probably a, a, an easy one to go for. Like, you know, it was, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's my game of the year. You know, it's, it's, it's got, it's got pretty broad appeal. Everyone can kind of get into it and kind of and enjoy it. Um, you'd have to be pretty heartless to not find something fun out of it. Um, so yeah, that, that's, but uh, that, that's me. Yay. Alec, what were you, what were you trying to say before you tried well, to rudely cut you know, me off? I was going to say you shouldn't buy gifts. You should save money for yourself and buy yourself a house in this market. Uh, but no, what, what I, what I really say, uh, I think that similar i mean just what jordan was saying earlier where he's like you know i don't even know what i want for christmas right now i don't really want anything i kind of just want cash um and i think like the gifts that i like most are when someone gets me something that they like or like something that they're like yo like this is this is a comic book i really like or this is a game that really connects me and it's kind of like an easier thing to do when you're buying gifts for someone because be like hey like this is connected with me and i'd like to give you that gift and it might not hit with them but i think that the thought's there um, as well so that 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 that's an option too if you're really if you're really struggling to find something for someone you're like hey what do i like and you know m- maybe they'd like it um also i think that that the mario kart home is pretty cool that's what i got for my brother so we so we can have a uh, mario kart races i haven't tried it out with two people yet but i'm excited to try it out it's also kind of really expensive so and hard to find so it's not a great last minute uh, uh gift choice but uh y- you do you as they say yeah, that that is what you know. I guess something I, I guess I kind of forgot to mention. It's it's one of the other things that I did notice about the uh, the Mario Lego set is that they are pretty like widely available from what I've seen. Like even just like when I went to go like grab my TV from Best Buy, uh, like I, I saw they had a bunch of like the Mario Lego sets just like in the front 
to like to purchase so like you know it's not like it, it and for the most for the most part like you know just going to like you know stores like walmart or wherever like i have i have seen these things on the shelves like i think it was like, it was like the first week they came out they were kind of hard to find but since then they've been like they've been everywhere for the first month or so i was trying to find a couple sets for my nephew back in like august and uh they were pretty scarce they were flying off the shelf mm-hmm. but now yeah I, i've seen them around too um definitely, so. definitely check the store's website before you go in though uh well i guess i guess chris chris what's what's your choice what, what would you say what would you recommend it's hard i'm I was thinking i was, I was trying to think of some recommendations while i had the chance here and it's it's hard to say too right like uh everyone's got different budgets and things like that i can personally personally if i was to have you know any budget or whatever to uh to buy gifts for the gamers in my life like my brother or my friends i would uh i'd recommend a steel series headset personally i recently re- reviewed the uh the arctis 9 for the website it's a it's a higher end uh model but it is worth every penny. I think it's uh, it's it's kind of redefined how I enjoy my, my media at home when no one else is home. Uh, like I, the sound quality is just is just great. Um, like it's I speaking of, speaking of, of Animal Crossing, there's little sound details I I never quite picked up on that I that I hear through these these speakers and uh, like 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 little things about like uh, little twi- uh, tangs to the to the sound. Like like when you're moving items, like everything's crispier. That's the best way I can describe it. Um, oh yeah, and you know, and, and not not I guess not, no, not to get too deep onto like Animal Crossing, but they really did actually put like a lot of like time into giving like different items like different little like like audio cues, like just like yeah, like the way you drag certain items across the floor, the way like certain radios play like music differently, like it all they actually did so like a a, a good pair of headphones with a game like Animal Crossing, like you would really notice the difference in all just the little like little touches they did to the sound design. And you, like you wouldn't expect that, right? Like I, I, I popped, I popped Animal Crossing on for my review because happened to be the thing that I've been playing at the time. I was like, holy crap! Like I didn't like there's there's so many more dimensions to this that I didn't realize. Mm-hmm. So something like that, yeah. Like, like Steel Series makes great headsets. Uh, I know we reviewed a few of their other models for the Plate PS5 and uh, Xbox Series X, and they've gotten really high scores as well. Um, but just like something something like that is a great investment for the gamers on your list. Um, something that something that can really change how you enjoy a game like i find i find i do a lot better in things like destiny just wearing a headset um so that might be something that people don't know they want that could have a big impact for them yeah, uh, you do feel like you have that pro mlg vibes by strapping that headset on yeah it's almost like you're really immersed and invested into whatever you're doing I mean, even for the non-gamers too, like a lot of people are spending time at home with their computers and they're tethered to it. And that tether is usually the headphones, right? So I think that would be like a perfect thing, especially if it's like over the ears and it's comfortable like the Steel Series Arctics. It's something you can have on all day, like a part of you. Yeah, this is something like I'm, I'm wearing them now and I've been doing it for podcasting and things like that. And it's just nice. Like I, I finally <laughs> got wired. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> not being tethered. Like, yeah, like you said, like even for people who... Uh, are home doing like home office work or home working from home uh, in this new paradigm. I know the office I was working in when this all started, no one was equipped to, to, like to do this from home and everyone was scrambling. And I went and just got like a, like a $10 headset from Best Buy. It was like the cheap in-store Best Buy brand. I just kind of shared it with everybody and they lost their minds. <laughs> like they don't, Oh, this is so much better than just have, like just having my iPhone headphones on or whatever. So yeah, even for non-gamers, like a good headset would be my recommendation. Yeah, you, you, you really don't appreciate how like how much of a difference it makes having a good pair of headphones until you get them. Can't go back now. 
now you can now you can hear the the subtle milky tones of my deep vibrato voice <laughs> yeah that's what it is or not 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 vibrato yeah, or my, a baritone i would say probably would have been great to do christmas carols with his oh my baritone God. i've always i've actually always kind of wanted to go christmas caroling I, it's like just one of those old school like like things that i think is like cool to do I did it in high school because I was in the choir, and uh, our car almost crashed. So, uh, kind of <laughs> oh, Jesus. oh, the baritones went yeah. off in that moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, did not need that uh, life flash before my eyes moment. And you know, and uh, just just something I was thinking of, um, I guess, like while you like what you were talking about, like in terms of like um, like budgets and 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 stuff like that. Like you know, I I, I was kind of thinking now, just like what like a, a kind of a good gift for someone. Like if you, you know, if you know anyone who has a switch and maybe doesn't have the online, you know, like, oh. you get, you know, that, that's a $25, like, you know, gift, right? That that's a full year of online, you know, they get um, the, the, the NES collection and the SNES collection, you know, they can get like, you know, um, like Tetris 99 and, you know, the, the Kirby fighters like for Mario free, 35. like so there's well, Mario Thirty Five, I feel I, 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 you know, I'm just I'm I'm leaving out because they are planning on getting rid of it. Yeah, come sure. the thirty fifth. Um. Oh, by the way, you know, I I know it's not the news segment, but did did you did you guys know that uh, Doug Bowser actually kind of said why they were doing that? Just to keep him special or something, wasn't it? Yeah, because it's like a thirty. It's like it's they're specifically for the thirty fifth anniversary of Mario. So once that like you know the thirty fifth anniversary event is over. It's like that's why they're going away because they're they are they were specifically designed for this one single event, which I kind of understand. You know, it is it is a very like you know Nintendo thing to do. Um, I still think it's weird, but I get it. Yeah, like I mean, uh, it's one way to remember Mario by having that limit limit to release by not being able to play Mario games in April. <laughs> Happy <laughs> Mario. <laughs> like for the moment, right? It, it, yeah, it, it, but I, it's, I don't yeah. know. I, I've never a fan of like companies like offering something and then being like, ha just kidding. You can't get that anymore. And if you want to get it, you're going to have to pay a bunch of money to scalpers. That Disney Listen, alt approach. Yeah. Alex, I, I'm, I'm with you on that a hundred percent, right? My, I guess but the, Nintendo, I, but Nintendo, yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm with you on that. I'm just, I guess the only, the only, the only thing I'm saying is that like, if, if we needed a reason for why they were getting rid of it, this probably is the one that makes the most sense. Yeah. It's I mean, like, it, what, it, it I, makes what, sense other, from a corporate perspective to be like, we want to make Mario's birthday special. Yeah. Yeah. That makes more sense yeah. for Mario 35. It makes less sense for the all-stars collection, but that's, that's a different story. Yeah. I guess that is true also. I don't know. It's weird. I'll never know. Um, I mean, even though. But we yeah. Have... So, so, so that's 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 what I was just I was uh, kind of just thinking uh, now as you were mentioning that right like that's that is a that is a you know kind of an easy gift, um, and yeah. I, and and you know it does go a long way too right like even yeah. even just 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 to have a year's worth of that like you know the the Nintendo online like the NES online or the SNES online thing like you know, is pretty, is pretty cool. But that, 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 that kind of gift too is very specific to like any like switch havers. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, mean, if it's, if it's someone who has a PC or, or an Xbox, like get him game pass ultimate or get him game pass. Cause that is like, in terms of um, bang for your buck, if you've, if you know, every first party Xbox title is going there, the back catalog is huge. 
Uh, we talked about Cyberpunk, but Witcher 3 is on there now. You can get Among Us, the the paid version. There's like, it's let's say it's a really good value if 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 you're if someone on your list is a PC gamer and you don't know what to get them, and you can get it online safely too, which is which is good for now because. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do have a lot on. of Switch buyers now. Like, even when the PS5 was unavailable, a lot of people went to Nintendo because a lot of their stock just came back up for these Switch consoles now. So it's a great time to get into it, especially because, like, you're not exactly late to the party. It's only halfway through its life cycle. So it's a great time for a lot of people to jump into buying a Switch for their loved ones or for themselves. So that's a huge gift recommendation right there. You know, it really does scratch the next generation niche. Same thing goes with PS Plus too, right? Like our like Xbox Live. Do they still charge for Xbox Live? I don't know. I, I, either way, like I, I, yeah. I think it's an in Game Pass now, but no, oh, is it maybe okay? not? No, I, I haven't had, I have had I, 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 Xbox 360. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah. anyways, like PS Plus or something like, like or whatever your your gamer uh, has at hand. Uh, like I I personally would love to get a year for PS Plus for for Christmas. Like that's that's a recurring credit card charge. I don't need to worry about for a year. That's a nice uh, it's a nice feeling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. What's that? Because PlayStation also has PS Now, I think, is is the one. It's like their more premium yeah. s- subscription. That's, yeah, but that's, like like their, that's like their Game Pass, basically. Oh, okay, gotcha. So you got to you, but and and that, and that's the thing that kind of like that that is you know it's a bit of a cheese off because yeah you have you have to pay the this is like seventy nine ninety nine for the like PS Plus, which gets you all the online functionality, but and then you got to pay like an extra. Uh, um, I'm not sure how much it is. I think it might be. I think it might be like thirty nine ninety nine for the year, maybe, um, for the PS Now, and that gets you all like the bat, like the catalog of like, uh, like PlayStation. You know, you get some PlayStation three games. You get PlayStation four games now. It used to just be for PS three games, which kind of like made it even worth oh. less. Because PlayStation um, Plus, they... you get those. I think it's like you get fifteen titles. You get like God of War. You get like Bloodborne. Well, you get like a bunch of those. Yeah. You you that's, get all the greatest hits titles. That's on the PS5 though. Oh, it's exclusive to PS5. That yeah, it's just for uh, PS5. For PS4, oh. it's just like it's just it's PS Plus is just like the online functionality. Right, right, um, right. But like, yeah, PS oh, and, now and, and two free games. Yeah, no, yeah, no, so I'm wrong. So yeah, no, it's it's still if you want to get a year of PS now, it's seventy nine ninety nine too. So you're paying oh, one game for a million dollars. That's not so bad, for, I guess. Yeah, but that's just for PS Now. If you want to, like, you if you also have the PS Plus, you're also paying another seventy nine ninety nine on top of that. Mm. Yikes! So that's what I mean. In, t- in terms of value, it's just like it's not like it's just it's it's not a very good thing. Like the like this is kind of where where really where Microsoft kind of runs the shop in terms of value. Because like you know, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get like too mad about Nintendo's online thing being a paid thing now because it's really like it's 25 bucks for a year. It's not that bad. But like realistically, if you're paying for anything, like what you're getting from it isn't that great. But you know, in terms of like a you know a, a sort of like cheap, thoughtful gift that you could get for somebody, um, it's not it's not the worst you could do. Uh, but yeah, like for for PlayStation, it's just yeah, it's just it's a it's a really pricey sort of investment um, for all that stuff. But you know, in terms of, in terms of like a gift, you know, if you, if you're, if you're, if you're willing, if you have like a, you know, an $80, uh, budget, you know, yeah. Like a PS plus subscription for a year is still like a, like pretty good for, for somebody else. Yay. <laughs> Spend money folks. Spend money. <laughs> People, I mean, is the, uh, what's, what's wrong with a hearty hand clasp? Got COVID. <laughs> 
I guess, yeah, I guess that's true. Good point. You know, a, a hearty hand clasp was a was a good was a good gift. In many in, years, in, many moons ago, yes. with, with a hearty Zoom call. Yes, yeah. get your friends Zoom Premium so they can host Zoom parties and, and for such. like more than an hour instead of forty five minutes. Yeah, you you, you guys can go all night. It's it's good. Yeah, or get them Animal Crossing, and you can have Animal Crossing chats, and you could like run around and plant trees and stuff while you're talking. Show mm. off each other's houses and get jealous. Talk to, talk to animals, <laughs> not just your friends. Are there animals in Animal Crossing? Uh, no, it's a it's a common okay. misconception. Okay, the animal yeah, so. the animal refers to the human nature. Right, right. It's like how Zelda's, Zelda's not a character in Legend of Zelda. No, she's just. A I myth. don't play many video games, but I, <laughs> it's the I read, legend I read titles. of Zelda. She's she's oh. it's just the legends about this person. Is Zelda the book? Zelda. Oh, okay, got you. Uh, there All is right. a book called Zelda in the Legend of Zelda, but it's not really often talked about. How many people okay. think Link is actually Zelda? Millions. Yep. <laughs> Too many. <laughs> Well, I, I feel like we've uh, officially come to the end of this uh, wonderful holiday podcast. Don't start the jingle. Don't Please do it. Do it. <laughs> don't do it. Do um, it. Jingle all the way. Oh, I just want to say from everyone here at CG Mag, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Whatever it is to celebrate, you are wonderful. You are loved. And we hope that you have the greatest Christmas season that you could possibly have um, in the year of our demonic lord 2020. And no matter what happens or who you are, you got us and you got video games. Huge lifesaver across the years. So it's the gift that got, keeps giving. You got solid podcasts to listen to. <laughs> so... Uh, for any of the, uh, for the, I guess, for the one story that we uh, talked about or, you know, any of the, 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 the things that we reviewed or, you know, um, mentioned on this podcast, you can check that out at cgmagonline.com. Uh, you can check us out on all the socials at cgmagonline. Uh, if you want to follow me on the, the, the socials, you can check me out at Twitter at Ninja, Ninja Jordan underscore. Uh, you can also check me out on YouTube at Ninja Reviews. Alex? Alex? Alex isn't here right oh, now? Oh, sorry. Uh, I bet Alex Hanziak <laughs> on all social media networks. Thanks, Santa. No worries. Oh, my God. Oh my God. I actually think there's someone else on the other side. <laughs> all right, Chris. Oh how about you? Oh, that couldn't have been more perfect. The portals have opened. The 2020 is finally ending. Um... <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Hoogathy, that's H-O-O-G-A-T-H-Y, or on Twitch at Guild2Taps, uh, where I'm almost done playing through the Mass Effect trilogy for the first time. Nice. Heck yeah. You could and... find me virtually on everything. So from Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and social media, I am the Insta word. And if you want to learn more about, yeah, just uh halo nerf guns you could totally go on toys r us to find them good luck though this podcast is not sponsored by toys r us <laughs> or joffrey or is it? joffrey the draft oh my god okay put those filters away alex <laughs> what filters you're officially 
You're officially banned from all audio filters. Anyway, from all of us here at CG Magazine, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and stay safe, stay inside. It's a, I know it's it's not ideal, but this is how we're celebrating it this year. And uh, keep listening to great podcasts from great people. <laughs>